0: Brought to you by State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there.
2: Joe Biden goes to Ukraine, and then we find out that the entire thing was basically staged. What do I mean by this? Number one, the White House tries to claim it was a surprise visit. The only problem is we're now knowing that journalists were basically tipped off to be in Ukraine weeks, possibly in advance. How do we know this? Because even CNN is telling us that a lot of this was political theater. I'll give you a perfect example. CNN, reporting live from Kiev, was shocked, as many others in the media have now reported on, that when Joe Biden walked out in public with Zelensky and the air raid sirens went off, people looked around like, what in the hell is going on? Why? Because there had been no air raid signs, sirens going off for days and days. There had been no explosions in and around Kiev for days and days. There have not been any warnings. And then all of a sudden, right when President Biden was in the center of Kiev, walking with Zelensky to, to sell the world and the American people of just how bad the war zone is and also how brave Joe Biden is for just being there and how brave Zelensky is, all of a sudden air raid sirens go off. Now, this isn't Fox News saying this. This is CNN, the most trusted name in news, right? Listen to what they said about the absurdity of this clearly BS political moment. Um, I've been here for the past five days. I have not heard any explosions. I have not heard any air sirens until about half an hour ago, right when uh, President Biden was in the center of Kiev, as, as Clarissa was was just mentioning. Uh, this is CNN saying this, like, we haven't heard any of this. Now, that's CNN reporting live. We haven't heard any of this for days and days and days and days. Does it matter? No, 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 because this is political theater. This is what we have to do. I'm going to read the exact quote for you. I've been here for the past five days, CNN saying this. I've not heard any explosions. I have not heard any air sirens until about a half hour ago, right when Joe Biden was in the center of Kiev. So what is this? It's fake. It's fake, folks. This is fake news. That's what this is. It is all fake. And everybody knows that it is fake. But Joe Biden wants you to believe that he's a big, bad and bold man, a man that's willing to take on Russia. And they're like, all right, well, let's do this. Right. Let's get it out there. I, I, I don't even I mean, can you imagine if a Republican did this, what the media would be reporting on? And if you're getting to hear this, by the way, for the first time, please share this with every single person, you know. Share the podcast. Let them know that this is what is happening, right? This is how this is going down. This is what is is happening right now, and everybody needs to understand this. All right, I'm going to tell you more about this in a second, but I do need to tell you about our friends at Augusta Precious Metals. If you've been saving for a long time for retirement, you know that you need to protect your money, and one way to do that is with a gold IRA. I'm excited about telling you about a company that I actually use. I have actually worked with Augusta Precious Metals. They are different because they will even tell you if a gold IRA isn't your answer. They give you just the facts. Now, Augusta Precious Metal is all about protecting your IRA and your 401k. They're great people at a great conservative company. They're great people at a great conservative company. They understand right now that it's crazy with our economy, and it's extremely important, especially if you're close to retirement, to protect your assets because there's no time to make up losses. So if you've saved $100,000 or more, then you should take a look at their free guide, and you should really sign up for something that I've done. It's a web conference where you talk to a top individual about gold IRAs and your 401k. Check them out and get the peace of mind that you're protecting your hard-earned assets when you get really close to retirement. 877-4, the number 4, Gold IRA. 877 Gold IRA. Or visit them online at AugustaPreciousMetals.com. Say, I sent you, and they will pay your fees for up to 10 years. That's AugustaPreciousMetals.com, 877-4, Gold IRA. Now. There's also been other reporting from other journalists who are saying the exact same thing. They are saying that this is all political theater, that this is all lies, and that this is something that has never, ever happened before, right? These things didn't just randomly happen. Are we on the verge of World War Three? Three? Yeah. By the way, is the president also saying really stupid things over in that are, that I think we can all agree are, are completely out of line? Yeah, listen to this type of, uh, and, and many would refer to this as racism. Uh, I tend to agree. This is Joe Biden in Poland, by the way, uh, saying another stupid thing after he's left Ukraine in Warsaw. I was, uh, as a young man, I was uh, born in a coal town of Scranton, Pennsylvania, northeastern Pennsylvania. In an irish catholic neighborhood then when cole died we moved down to delaware to a town called claymont delaware which was a working class town and uh but everybody in town was either polish or italian i grew up
1: feeling self-conscious my name didn't end in the ski or or no but
2: all kidding aside the connection between i was telling all kidding aside wow really that's where we are now now The president walks out, and I'm going to let you hear the air raid sirens so that you can understand. He walks out in public, right, from underneath this bridge. They've got all the armed guards around him. You've got Zelensky and his military fatigues. He looks like the president. They're walking out, and then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, air raid sirens go off. Joe Biden didn't look nervous. Zelensky didn't look nervous. The media didn't look nervous. The Secret Service didn't look nervous. None of them even looked up in the air like, holy crap, what are we doing now? Now, if this was real, I think that the Secret Service would be like, hey, we got to get him the hell out of here fast and into a basement somewhere. We got to make sure that we get him out of there. Now, you want to know how much money we're spending in Ukraine right now compared to the United States of America? Let me give you this example. Joe Biden has spent $200 billion in Ukraine. What are we getting aid and support for in America? Well, when you don't put America first, this is what you get. Building for the border wall, $12 billion. New, pow- new nuclear power plant, $14 billion. New U.S. aircraft carrier, 13000000000 billion. State-of-the-art hospital, $2 build- a billion. These are the things that we could have actually done with some of this money. These are the things that you could have gotten. But hey, and, and all of these things I just listed, by the way, if you add them up, that's what each one of these things would cost. You could have gotten a lot of these things and still had money left over. Steve Gruber, friend of mine, put this out. He said, not only could you have built the border wall for 12 buildings, bought one of those. You could have had new nuclear power plants, $14 billion. You could have built five of those. You could have had a new U.S. aircraft carrier, $13 billion. You could have built five of those. And you could have built 25 state-of-the-art hospitals for $2 billion apiece and still had money left. That's how much money we have given to Ukraine. Let's move to Tucker Carlson. Actually, before we get to that, let me go to Wesley Hunt. Congressman Wesley Hunt put this out there uh, with a headline that read, Biden visits Ukraine ahead of war anniversary. Kiev stands, quote unquote, that's Biden's big quote now, right? And Wesley Hunt, who is a congressman from Texas, said, quote, we can't afford, we can't defend, excuse me, our southern border. He won't visit the people of Palestine, Ohio, but he'll jet set to Ukraine for a photo op. This is incredibly insulting to the American people. I couldn't agree more with him. Tucker Carlson also had his take on this on his opening monologue last night. Listen to what he said about all of it. Where Tucker did a little bit of a compare and contrast of the foreign policy disaster that has allowed for a rise of China, Iran, and also Russia to align, comparing it to what Donald Trump did with his foreign policy back in the day. He made some interesting points, and I want you to hear what
3: he said about all of this. Take a listen. But in retrospect, Trump had asked a deeply patriotic question. If Russia ever joined forces with China... American global hegemony, its power would end instantly. You'd have the world's largest landmass and largest natural gas reserves allied with the world's largest population and world's largest economy. So a Russia-China axis would be not just more powerful than the United States, but much more powerful. It would have the scale to control a lot of the world's economy and trade routes and raw materials. It could project military force that Posturing aside, we actually don't have the power to stop. If Russia and China ever got together, it would be a brand new world, and the United States would be greatly diminished. Most Americans agree that would be bad. Now, as Donald Trump predicted very clearly, that is happening. Thanks to Joe Biden's reckless and self-destructive response to the invasion of Ukraine a year ago this week, the economies of Russia and China are intertwined. Chinese spending on Russian goods has increased by more than 60%. China now imports more coal from Russia than it has in the last five years. Chinese shipments to Russia, meanwhile, are up by nearly 30%. Companies like Ford and Toyota pulled out of Russia. They had to, remember that? So what happened next? Chinese automakers stepped in. Chinese car makers once made less than 10% of all cars bought in Russia. Now China makes a third of them. And you can see where this is going. The same thing has happened with smartphones and countless other consumer goods. Not surprisingly, the Chinese UN is replacing the dollar in Moscow. Chinese currency now accounts for fully one fifth of all trades on the Moscow stock exchange. That's up from less than 1% last year. So these are deep and growing economic ties and they're formal. The thing about economic ties, however, is that they lead inexorably to military ties. So it shouldn't surprise you that China is actively helping Russia in the war against NATO which we are leading. In other words, the country with more ships than any navy in the world has united with the country that has more nuclear-armed ICBMs than any country in the world to fight us through proxy in Ukraine. Well, that's scary. And the thing is, everybody involved seems to know it's scary and just how scary it is. Our leaders understand that their push for total war with Putin, which is unnecessary, could lead to the destruction of the West. They know that, but they're doing it anyway. In an interview with a German newspaper today, the Ukrainian President Zelensky casually mentioned that, oh, by the way, the entire world may soon go up in flames. Quote, if China aligns itself with Russia, there will be a world war. There will be a world war? If China aligns with Russia? Who could say something like that calmly? Since, as we just told you, China is aligned with Russia. It's already happened. That's not speculation. It's a fact. And as a result of that fact, according to Zelensky himself, hundreds of millions of people will die. No big deal. As long as we take Crimea. You think about
2: this alliance that the Biden administration has forced China and Russia into. This is a this is not a normal alliance. I want to make that clear. Right. This isn't a natural alliance. This is an abnormal alliance. In fact, Russia and China have been adversaries for quite some time, and now all of a sudden we've made them and put them in a position where it makes sense for them economically and with power to, to actually become allies, unnatural allies at that. And Zelensky just said to the world very calmly, if Russia and China align, there will be a World War, World War III, and these unnatural allies... We have forced into a corner together so that they can make love to one another. That is the reality of the situation. All because Joe Biden wants to look tough and needs some air raid sirens to go off that are fake. For a video that will make him look presidential in America. You want to know how you get to the verge of World War Three? This is how you do it. This is what you do. Media censorship of Hunter Biden's laptop story was horrible, and then it got even worse. Hunter Biden's laptop coverage went from guilt and fear to revising, literally, history. Here we are in February of 2023, nearly two and a half years after the Hunter Biden laptop suppression story. And the Washington Post fact checkers column published a new title Uh, of a report that says this, the Hunter Biden laptop and claims of Russian disinfo. Glenn Kessler noted that among his media colleagues in October of 2020, few were willing to report information, the New York Times, excuse me, the New York Post stories, without their own due diligence, especially if Russia was once again seeking to, quote, meddle in the elections. He then drills into the infamous former Intel community member's letter which points to the laptop story as one that has all, quote, the classic earmarks of Russian disinformation and a Russian disinformation operation. He talks to James Clapper, former director of national intelligence, one of the signers of the letter, who gave it, quote, extra credibility. And then Kessler proceeds to remove all culpability for the misinformation, lack of accurate media coverage at the time. He allows Clapper To slam Politico, which picked up the letter's claims and had clear implications. To say that now, more than two years later, Politico, quote, deliberately distorted what he said. That's referring, obviously, to James Clapper. The Washington Post fact checker, Glenn Kessler, let most of the media off the hook on purpose and he knew what he was doing was covering for Joe Biden so he could become president. Now you have the revisionist history that's happening. As one put it, it's embarrassing. Serving to continue to cover the narrative over facts and reality of the moment. As bad as so much of the Trump air reporting was, what took place with the Hunter Biden laptop story in the New York Post, censorship at the end of his presidency was perhaps the most egregious An obvious example of the elite censorship collusion and the racket between tech companies, the deep state government and the national media that we've ever seen play out in real time. We've seen now through the Twitter file revelations that there was specific cooperation between Twitter and the FBI in the important months and weeks before the laptop story broke. But we must always remember how the media was the center point in this racket, which allowed the censorship to even take place. Rather than jump to the defense of their New York Post colleagues, they said, no, we are state sponsored media and our governments, the deep state and the future Biden administration. Let me quickly tell you about our great sponsor, Patriot Mobile. If you've got a cell phone, listen to me, because uh, this is really cool. You can make phone calls and send text messages each and every day. And every time you do it, you're supporting the conservative causes that you believe in. Patriot Mobile is America's only Christian conservative wireless provider. And they want to make it easy for you to try their service. You can now give them 60 days to show you why I use them, why I trust them. They use the same cell phone towers that your phone is on right now. You get to keep your same number. And right now, when you try Patriot Mobile for two months, get your third month free. Plus, you're going to get free activation. They are for nationwide coverage on the best 4G and 5G networks and use the same towers as all three of the major carriers out there. You're probably on one of those major carriers right now. So check them out. Just go to PatriotMobile.com slash Ferguson. That's PatriotMobile.com slash Ferguson. Or call their 100% U.S.-based customer service team at 972-PATRIOT, 972-PATRIOT. If you're fed up with woke companies that don't care about your values, support a company that does. Make the switch today to Patriot Mobile, where they use a portion of your bill every single month to support conservative and Christian causes. PatriotMobile.com, Ferguson. That's PatriotMobile.com slash Ferguson, or 972-PATRIOT. Now. The author of this op-ed that I'm reading part of to you is a guy by the name of Steve Krukire. He's the author of a great new book called Uncovered, How the Media Got Cozy with Power, Abandoned Its Principles, and Lost the People, which was put out earlier today. You should grab this article, or you should grab this book, I should say, because it's a fabulous book that you're going to love to read. Now, I want to go back to what I was reading for you a moment ago. It says, quote, We have seen through the Twitter files revelations that not only was there specific cooperation between Twitter and the FBI in the important months and weeks before the laptop story broke. But we must always remember how the media was a key to make sure that this story didn't affect the election. Quote, I tweeted a link to the NYP story right after it dropped yesterday morning. I immediately reached out to the Biden campaign to see if it had an answer. I wish I'd given the story a closer read before tweeting it. Tweeted a reporter, Jake Sherman, then a Politico, who continued his misspelling laden apologetic tweet for daring to link the story at the time, saying, quote, my goal was not to spread information. I'm assuming he meant memf- misinformation. He misspelled the word. My goal was to raise questions about the story as I did in subsequent tweets and see how the Biden campaign was going to respond. They later did respond. It was an utter panic, the author writes, and why the media wasn't overly outraged about the egregious overreach from Twitter and other social platforms against a media outlet because it had journalistic PTSD from 2016. There were two factors at the core of the media's relative silence on the matter guilt and fear the press truly believed they were partly responsible for Donald Trump's shock victory over Hillary Clinton 4 years earlier because of all the coverage they gave him not only did they give them coverage but thanks to the coverage of her emails right Hillary Clinton's email and her server and the early easier treatment they gave him during the primary they felt guilty And we're not going to make the same mistake again, right? This is bring down Trump. This is what the media was obsessed with doing. They believe they gave it to him and they wanted to take it away from him. And then there was fear. The social media ostracization, the attacks from their colleagues. Maggie Haberman of the New York Times previously worked at the New York Post and she dared to link to the story early on the 14th, even though she was questioning the sourcing of it. By the afternoon, she was trending on Twitter as Maga Haberman for her supposed crime. The author says in my new book, Uncovered, How the Media Got Cozy with Power, Abandoned Its Principles, and Lost the People. I begin with a Hunter Biden laptop story because one thing, it truly exemplifies the overly censorious era that was to come out of the Trump era. The media was fine with the censorship. Because it was a means to an end. Really an end to his presidency, obviously. He goes on to say for the book, I talked to dozens of media members on the record. I think there's a really, really worrying tendency of the left and the mainstream media and the Democratic Party to censor anything undesirable, as if that would make it go away. That's what Sean McCreesh, who worked at the New York Times. At the time, the New York Post published its first Hunter Biden story in October of 2020, said he now works for New York Magazine and told me instead of either burying the story inside the paper or just touching it lightly, the way they tried to wiggle out of covering it was by insinuating that it might not have even been real, which was a huge mistake because, of course, everybody knew it was real. It was knowable. It was so obviously Real. Salino Zito of the Washington Examiner told me the Post colleague should have come to its defense. That's the first thing that a journalist you should be concerned about is your profession. Not as a team you work on, but our profession as a whole. Rich McHugh, a longtime investigative journalist previously at NBC News and other outlets, sees the tech suppression as a huge problem saying it's shameful it shouldn't be happening with big tech he told me it's this curious time where these major corporations are dictating what news we referring to the people get and i think there's inherent problems in that it shouldn't be that way however you feel about trump or biden i think it further diminishes further erodes the trust in the media When it looks like you're hammering Russia, 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 Russia on the Trump side, and then there's one little hint of impropriety on the Biden side, and it's like we can't even talk about that, we can't even acknowledge that, God forbid, because the other side is so bad, I think it's dangerous. That's what a former New York Times reporter who previously covered the Hillary Clinton campaign also said for this new book. In the intervening years, outlets like the New York Times and CNN would go on to, quote, verify, quote, unquote, the original Hunter Biden laptop reporting. They eventually told their audiences the truth long after it was no longer relevant or could change the election. But even still, as we saw, February the 13th, with the Washington Post fact checker, introspection and humility remain in short supply among the press. Particularly when it comes to a story, it worked with its powerful friends in tech and government to suppress, to suppress consciously or subconsciously. Now, the point of me reading this for you and reminding you of just how bad the media is and how corrupt they have become is that they knew that the story was real. That's what the media is saying in this book. They knew the entire time that it was real. They knew that Hunter Biden's laptop was real. The contents were real. The story was real. They just didn't want it to be seen by the public. They didn't want you to talk about it. They didn't want you to be able to share it. These were the things that they were working on. And now the media is coming back. And the Washington Post fact checker, Glenn Kessler, let most of the media off the hook for their horrible Hunter Biden laptop coverage, gave them cover, is now out there like, okay, well, look, maybe we got it wrong, but we were trying to protect you from Russia, so really we should get an honorable mention. Right? That's that's what they're saying here. It's insane. Do I believe that the media learned their lesson? will not do this again. I do not. I do not believe for even a moment, okay, even a moment that they're going to stop doing this. Should they be publicly shamed for this? Absolutely. Should these members of the media be trusted? No. The media is corrupt as hell, and the media clearly works for the deep state. By the way, Ted Cruz, my co-host on Verdict with Ted Cruz, uh, had this to say also about James Clapper and James Clapper's explanation from the Hunter laptop letter that he signed in 2020. I want you to listen to this. First saying now
4: is obviously spin and it's spin to try to cover his own rear end because he is now. Subject to uh, subject to scrutiny from the House majority. And, okay, so the headline. Here's the headline Politico ran about Clapper's lower, uh, uh, letter. Quote, Hunter Biden's story is Russian disinfo, dozens of former intel officials say. So that was the story Politico wrote because they leaked the letter to Politico. And then lots of other media outlets, CNN and others, covered the Politico story. Now, Clapper at the time, did he issue a clarification, this story is false? No. Did he go on TV and say, this is not true, I didn't say it was Russian disinformation? No. The reason they wrote the letter, the reason they leaked the letter, is they intended Politico to write exactly what they wrote. They intended the useful idiots in the press, the corrupt corporate media, to go forth with their lie, and we now know it was a lie, that it wasn't Russian disinformation, the laptop was true and real, but James Clapper wanted that story written two weeks before the election because he didn't want anyone to focus on what was in uh, in the, the, the Hunter Biden laptop.
2: Senator Cruz uh, saying this on our podcast verdict with Ted Cruz that I co-host with him. Go and listen to this because he goes into even more detail. But that was just an excerpt that was actually pulled from Fox News. I just played for you. They understand how damning this is to the entire media apparatus in this country. Uh, The media is no longer independent. The media is no longer doing investigative journalism. The media, media is no longer doing any of it. What the media is doing is they're doing everything that they can to cover all of this up. To silence you if you say something they don't like, that's with big tech and the deep state, or to shut you up if you say something that's just too damning of any Democrat. And that's what they're now doing. All right, make sure you share this podcast with your family and your friends. Uh, we're going to keep up on this story that I can promise you. So make sure you listen to us each and every day. Write us a five-star review, please. It helps us reach more people. See you back here tomorrow.